the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody, or good afternoon, or however you want to say it. It's uh, four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. The lines are wide open. We have five lines. Billy from 25th Street Auto, 25th Street and Indian School, a shop that I refer to on a regular basis because he can fix cars, and he does a good job. Those are the important considerations. So he's sitting here next to me. Together, we probably have somewhere in the vicinity of... 60 to 70 years of experience between the two of us. At least, yeah. Yeah. So, And we're both ASE Master Certified Technicians, and that just says that we've been certified and we're qualified to work on cars and that we've tested appropriately every two years, I think it is, where you have to test until you get to the emeritus level, and then you don't have to test. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah. I did that this year. Very good. Yeah, if you call yourself retired and you're no longer working, then you continue to hold the, the title of ASE Master Technician without testing every two years. Huh. So it's kind of like a, 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 a professor at the ASU. Emeritus means retired. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, I, although I don't think they check your fingernails um, because if they did, then <laughs> they, they might know you worked they, on a car. They probably know I worked on a car. You're not retired. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But it's okay with me. 602-508-0960. We had lots of interesting car calls, and like we have one right now. Who might that be, Gil? That would be George. George, good morning. You hit it just Hi, right guys. at the right time, buddy. What can we do? Hi. Well, Hi, thanks George. for taking my call. Great, great show. I really enjoy it a lot. A lot of great information. And so I drive a... Uh, 2010 Ford Ranger pickup truck, low miles, 39,000 miles. One thing I've noticed is that uh, when you look at it from the back end, the left side sits a little bit lower than the right side. And I've been trying to figure out what would cause that. I don't. I wouldn't think just a, a bad shock would cause something like that. Do you guys have any idea what might be the solution? Okay, the shock has nothing to do with the right height of the car. Nothing. Yeah, I didn't so, think so. Um, and, um, You're right. And, and this is a touchy, touchy situation because um, Billy and I both have the same question on our mind. It, the Ranger's a small truck. And um, and so with all due respect, um, is the people that normally drive the Ranger um, um, at, at the approximate load that uh, the government sells them to be at? <laughs> and, and let me preface that by saying... The guy that sits in the seat of my truck is heavier than what what the truck is supposed to be designed for. So the only thing that would cause that sag is the driver because your truck doesn't exactly have a three-quarter ton or one-ton suspension. And if we're sagging, it's nothing to do with the shocks because the shocks have nothing to do with what we call ride height. And so in your particular case, you're going to probably have coils on the front and coils on the back. 
Or a leaf on the back. Honestly, well, I'm back. driving right now, so I'm, I'm not sure if it's actually. A, I think it's a leaf <laughs> spring on the back rather than a coil. Okay. Pretty sure. I think you're. Billy says the same thing. Um, so coil on the front, leaf on the back. There's a lot of people um, that will ask us to. They, they don't want to buy a coil, so they just say, "Well, will you just pop the left, swap the front ones." So put the weak one on the passenger side and put the, the the one that's not had a whole lot of potato sitting on top of it on the driver's side. <laughs> so that's something. Um, but there's really no other adjustment. I guess we could put a, a, a small spring saddle in there to raise it up a half an inch um, to level it out, yeah. uh, and which is okay. nothing more than a piece of rubber at the bottom of the spring. To get back to your original question, yes, uh, you're right. Shock absorbers are designed to dampen uh, jounce and rebound, the up and down movement. Uh, the the vehicle, the ride height is, is the springs. Uh, what can cause it to be crooked is very likely to be years worth of one person in the car causes the left car to be a little lower. It's a real common thing, like, like Mark said. Um, absent things like it's been in a wreck and the frame's bent or it's been in a wreck and the pickup box is actually mounted on there crooked. It makes it look like the car's crooked Maybe. when it isn't. Yep. Um, absent things like that, then I'm going to say something's going away. And it could be, like Mark said, age because of left to right differences, or it can be parts go bad. You can have a spring that, you know, is de-arching at a different rate than the other spring. It can also okay. be, you know, because I keep thinking it's the left rear that we have the, the question with. It could also be Correct. if you had a table or a chair with four legs and it rocks, one leg's off the ground. Um, you know, do you have one leg too tall or do you have one leg too short? And if it rocks from the left rear to the right front, is it because the left rear leg is too short or the right front leg is too short? You have to get out there and measure uh, measure the car, you know, the, on level ground and measure all the corners and find out, is it the left rear of the car or is it the right front of the car causing these problems? We and, don't really know. And you can pick okay. any, any portion of the car to measure as long as you use the same point from left to right. Yep. So, you know, you just okay. you can go 18 inches behind the headlights on the crack between the hood and the fender, put your chalk mark there, um, and measure from there and there and there and there. Just just do it. Make sure you, you stay the same continuity. But I bet you find out that the truck in the rested position is going to be different than the truck with the driver sitting in it. And, and that's okay. probably going to magnify the issue in your head. You'll know right then. that. But the fix on that is, is no real big deal, especially if you say, hey, Mark, the, I've got three-eighths of an inch to a half an inch side-to-side variation on a, uh, on, a, on a truck that's 21 years old. Even with 39,000 miles, it's still been standing on all four legs for yep. 21 years, <laughs> for, for well, 11 it's, years. No, it's, a, it's, it's 11 years old. It's a 2010. Oh, so, okay. Right. Right. Okay. No. Right. It, it sounds like maybe maybe we're dealing then with a with possibly a weak spring on that side, or maybe maybe the right front is a little higher than it should be. So I need to just get out and measure, and that's going to kind of help me zero in on more where the pro- actual problem is. Yeah, yeah. If the left rear left rear is too low, it can be that that spring is too low. It could also be that the right rear is actually too high because the left front of the car is too low. Yeah. As a drag oh, okay. racer, I've done some suspension work in my life. And so, and so if you raise up the right rear, it's going to collapse the left rear because the left rear is softer. So if you raise okay. up the left rear, it, that's why I said you just make your marks all the way around the truck and just kind of do a measurement. And if we're talking about a half inch, versus, then don't touch it. If it's an inch and a half, well, I might want to look into it. Yeah, and, you know, I agree. And, okay. you know, cheaper than buying a p- matched set of springs 
or a matched set of all four corner springs, uh, they do make shims where you can shim underneath a leaf spring or you can shim underneath a coil spring. I don't recommend you get anywhere near a coil spring. There's dangerous en- uh, energy stored in those things. Yeah. Right, right. Most, most of the time we end up bending equipment trying to get those things in and out anyway. So the spring compressors are <laughs> okay. not the strongest best or, in the world. Or bending appendages. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, George. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. All right. Thank you, bet. That's an interesting question. It, it it's it's really tough to answer that question when it's a lady answering the question, and then you say, yeah, "How many people say, drive this?" How much nobody do you but weigh? me. <laughs> <laughs> you go, go, you got to go. How much do you weigh? <laughs> but that's not what we're going to do. All right, we've got another caller, and who might that be? I say hello to Larry. Larry, good morning, buddy. Good morning. Maybe you can help me. I have a 2002 Ford Thunderbird, and I'm getting a light on my instrument panel telling me there's something the matter with the airbag system. Okay. It's it flashes when I first start up the car and after I drive it stays on constantly. How many miles are on that Thunderbird? 35,000. Okay. Um the computer has lost sight of the airbag that sits in the steering column. And because one half of that circuit is stationary that's present in the steering column, as you can imagine, the other half of that circuit has to rotate with the steering wheel. Okay? Right. So we got a steering okay. wheel that's moving that has to keep attached to the wire that's stationary. And and in the middle of all of that is called the clock spring. Or that's what we call it. And that's Yeah, yeah well, we call it. Because <laughs> it looks like a clock spring. And so it, it, this isn't a tough thing to do, but I can tell you this much, and, and you can take this to the bank. When the light is on... You don't have airbags in that car. Right. It's, right. It's, it's not going to pop airbags in your face. So it's not that tough. Now, here's how you can help us. I want you to take your hands, and I want you to position them kind of 12 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 9 o'clock. And I want you to kind of push and pull and twist the doggone steering wheel. And can you find the spot where you can actually make the light go on and off? Now, okay, let me... If you do that, Billy, he comes into you and he says that, come here, Bill, I can show you how to make this go on and off. How much diagnostic money has he saved? I'm going to say he's 99% certain that we don't have to, and based on his assistant, we can assume it's the clock spring's fault. Bingo. If you just kind of work with us on this. (laughs) Because here's the deal. This is what it's going to sound. Larry? Okay. Yeah, um, I think it's the clock spring, but I'm a little worried about the the small amount of mileage that you have on this. But again, it's you know the Dugon truck is what 19, 20, 21 years old, whatever it is. I'm not yeah, going to do the yeah. math right now. The so the clock spring is the most common problem that we have this for, and so you need to know that it's. I'm going to sell it to you as a. I think this is what it is, but it's going to cost you X amount of dollars, a couple of hundred dollars to dig the clock spring out and put a new one in and there is a possibility it won't work and it's because we haven't really narrowed down what makes it go on and go off we haven't proven it and we need your help now we can take the clock spring out sometimes you can see the problem and sometimes you can't but we're not going to take the steering wheel off and take that tilt wheel apart and we're not going to do all that work if we're not going to leave a new one in there Yep. I mean, we're not going to go do all that work and then leave your old one in there. So, okay. I, when, you, when they come in with airbags, and we hope we can find one for yeah. 2002. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. 
And if we can't, then what we're going to do is you're going to have this big coil spring over by your ashtray, and we're going to use that. <laughs> <laughs> no. What's going to be the is if I don't do anything, so the airbag system is not working. Yep. Is that going to be a problem for the car? No, that's going to be a problem for you or your wife or your kids or your family if you have a, a frontal crash because right. um, you're right. go, your your head's going into the steering wheel and into the dashboard and into the windshield. When I think the big air pillow is a lot better idea, even on a gamble. If you were my customer, I would say to you, Larry, look it, we can't get it to happen. But you only have two choices. Wait till it gets worse and easier to find or right. make an educated guess. And the educated guess is is I think it's going to be the clock spring. That's really the only end that we worry about. The only other thing it could be is the airbag. But really and truly, the airbag is one out of 100, and the clock spring is 95 out of 100. Okay. So, and the know, other things, the, the, the weight sensor, uh, the mm-hmm. proximity sensors in the front of the car, these things are like... 0.005 out of 100. That's right. So That's marks right. right on target. Yeah. I, I, if I had to bet, I'd bet it's the clock spring. And if you want an educated bet, then we're both going to say the same thing. So good luck, Larry. Thank you very much. You bet. Uh, 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. We have open lines available. There's five of them. And we will dispatch you at, and put you into the front of the line as soon as Gil answers the call. And he's the one that says, KKNT, how can I help you? Or something similar to that. And you can say, is your game name Gil? And he says yes. And you say, when did you get out of prison, Gil? And he'll tell you. And then he'll take your name and phone number and we'll put you in line. 602-508-0960. Larry Elder sees a rising issue in the Democratic Party. Growing divide between the hard, hard, hard left of the Democratic Party and the normal left of the Democratic Party over the issue of Israel, between the pro-Israel Democrats and the anti-Israel Democrats like Rashida Tlaib, AOC, Ayanna Presley, Ilan Omar. That's a coming crack up. The Larry Elder Show, weeknights at 6 on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Do you hear my computer career ads and think, I don't know anything about computers? Well, you don't have to. Before starting, many graduates could turn a computer on and off. And that's it. Now they're IT pros. You could do it too. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. You could start your new life in as little as four months. Grants covering up to 53% of the cost are available to those who qualify. It's not rocket science. It's My Computer Career. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Hi, it's Jim Ryan, General Manager of 960 The Patriot. I have breaking news, incredible news. We are in the final days of our June campaign to help victims of sex trafficking, and I just learned of a donor who will match every gift up to $20,000. Patriot listeners, this is life-changing for so many victims of horrible crimes. I implore you to take advantage of this and please make a donation. Your $50 donation becomes $100. Your $500 donation becomes $1,000, which covers the food cost of 260 girls and young women instead of 130 Do I need to remind you the average lifespan of a trafficked victim is just seven years? The Phoenix Dream Center and Streetlight USA are changing that. They are healing and giving life to these broken young men and women. Now your donation is doubled thanks to this donor. Be a part of the solution and go to 960thepatriot.com and click on the Stop Traffic banner. That's 960thepatriot.com. 
This is Ed Morrissey of HotAir.com for Town Hall. How desperate will Joe Biden be to re-embrace Barack Obama's Iran deal? New Iranian President Ebrahim Raisi declared he will not come to the table unless the Biden administration lifts all current sanctions, removing current economic pressure to reopen talks. Raisi further refused to negotiate on other issues at all, including Iran's ballistic missile program and its funding of terrorism in the region. Israel's new prime minister understands the stakes. Naftali Bennett reminded the West that Raisi acquired the nickname the Hangman of Tehran for leading the death committees which executed thousands of Iranian citizens. The Sunni Arab nations will take the measure of Biden in what he does next. If Biden capitulates to Raisi, the efforts to create a counterweight to Iranian pretensions of dominance in the Middle East will collapse, with catastrophic results to American interests. As Bennett declared, this is the last chance for the West to wake up to the extent of the threat from Iran. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu Dad, this is fun. I didn't think I liked kayaking. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it, but I think it's time to head back in. Okay. Can we come back? Sure. Hey, be careful getting out of the boat. It's a kayak, Dad. <laughs> I'm going to return the kayak. Can we walk home? How about a taxi? It's a short fare from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a neighborhood park or green space near you. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. We need a new you just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. A place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. 960 The Patriot. Right. 21 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock, we have four lines available. Nacho's got one of them, so you're welcome to join us. 602-508-0960. You got a car question? 602-508-0960. Billy from 25th Street Auto. He's at Indian School on 25th Street. Somebody I refer the Central Phoenix people to on a regular, regular basis, and he's a good shop, and he knows how to fix cars. But Nacho, you have our full attention. What can we do for you today? Uh, hi, guys. I have a 20... 20- 13 Chevrolet Traverse. That in the of March when it was still kind of cool outside, I, when you idle, the, the temperature gauge would rise up, and then when you start to drive again, it would go down. And then when it got hot, some of the like the heater, the plastic heater hoses in the back of the engine burst. So I had those replaced, and then I still had the same problem: temperature rising when idling. And uh, I don't know what else it could be. I, okay. I take it to the shop. All right. Well, first of all, I want to know where on the gauge are we talking about? Is this range start at half and go to three quarters? Does it start at a quarter and go to half? Does it go from three quarters to red? Where is the range that you're talking about? Okay, so it starts at half and it goes about to three quarters. Okay. I'm not real worried about that. Yeah, three quarters isn't real alarming. Uh Uh, Now, since you had an issue where heater hoses blew, um, you know, a, a catastrophic coolant loss like that can cause internal engine damage. It probably didn't because you're not describing I'm driving on the freeway and the temperature gauge pegs. So I think it's pretty safe to say your engine's okay, but something's not quite right. Um, since you're describing something that preliminary, preliminary happens that stops, engine speed is a, a, you know, a little lower there, but mostly airflow is lower there. The last GM product I had that had that very same system had two electric cooling fans, one of the cooling fans would just occasionally not work. It took us 
overnight to catch it acting up because we checked it and the fans worked and we checked it, two of us, and they checked it and the fans worked. But the next day, one cooling fan stopped working. And with one cooling fan working in 118 degrees, which is 160 on the asphalt, um, your car can get warm. On top of that, you can take a pair of clothespins and some bi- and some business cards and put them on those fans, and you and you can go make all the noise you want. In the real world, that doesn't bother me. Uh, and, and, and we don't know what the ambient temperature was at the time, how long the car had been on the road. If you had the air conditioning on, maybe the second fan is keyed from the air conditioning system and the one fan is with no AC. We don't know all that yep. kind of stuff. But the, it's it's pretty clear to me, and I'm going to agree 100% with you, we don't have a blown head gasket. We don't have any engine damage because we don't have the symptoms that go along with that. Mm-hmm. So all we've got is is we've got a change in the temperature. He could have an air bubble because of this. That it, because the system now has an air bubble that hasn't worked its hasn't way out yet. Purged, yep. So there's a lot of things that could be done. I would, if I were you, I'd make sure that in the morning, squeeze the upper hose, and if it's nice and soft and pliable, take the radiator cap off and make sure that it's full, full, full right there. And then I'd look at the overflow jug and make sure that it was half full. Good advice. And And then I would continue to drive it. If everything is okay and there's an explanation that you're coming to a stop, the ambient temperature is up to 117, 118, or whatever the heck it is, the ambient temperature off the pavement's 150, then all of a sudden it goes to three quarters. I'm not worried about that. I don't know where I'd spend the money to fix it. I don't know what we do. So that's kind of our answer. I, I'm not quite sure. I, and especially in light of the last 30 days yeah. of temperatures that we've had. Higher in than Phoenix. normal. Yeah, higher. Gosh, it's it's. It's you, you lift the hood, and if you have your 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 St. Jude cross on, and you bend over, and then all of a sudden you he stand up, and and that thing brands you because it <laughs> gathered heat off the motor. Off the engine. Nobody yes. wears necklaces anymore with crosses because they burn you. <laughs> so, Nacho, um, I, I, I'm, I'm betting that if you're worried about engine damage, um, I'd say the chances of you having engine damage are about the same as me being president in the next election cycle. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for your help. Okay. Good luck. Thanks. Uh, runs half to three quarter. Okay. Question mark. That way, I always remember. Okay. And we have another caller already. And who might that be, Mister Gill? That would be Chris. Chris. Good morning. Hey, Mark. Uh, how's it going? You I'm... recommended a uh, clock spring to me at one point. I took it to my shop, and they threw their magic box on it. You know that eight thousand dollar box, not one at the <laughs> cheapy stores mm-hmm. and he reset it and i got about another year before it came on and then i had to buy one yeah. so that's something the guy could try hey, for 10 bucks give the guy 10 bucks for lunch and also whenever your car gets in the red no matter who you are shut it off yeah now let's go back to though so you had an airbag light which is a red light you had mm-hmm. a red light on, and you took it, and he hooked up some magic gizmo. No, 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 the, the, no. The the thing that you guys have that's like eight grand from. Uh, uh, okay, I and don't know what you call. Did he just clear the, the code and yeah, start? Yeah, he clear. He right. He cleared the code okay. and turned the key, and magically it stopped flashing. Okay, well, it's going to stop flashing until it sees the fault again. 
So, and the only time was, it's going to it see the fault year. again is when you turn yeah. the steering wheel all the way to the right or all the way to the left when you kind of do a complete sweep with it, you know, making a 90-degree left turn or right turn. I, what, I, what I want to avoid is, Bill, strange, yeah. is I want people to, to, to think, okay, well, I've got an airbag light on, and I'm going to take it over, and somebody's going to plug something in and push a button, and it's going to no. go away for nine months because that's, that's really not no, what... No, 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 yeah. no. I was just lucky in that case case because i didn't have the money at the time because i'm disabled but uh eventually i had to do it you know and and the thing is being broken disabled and i get an accident i'm going to be 10 times more broken yeah i and and i i think you i think everything you said i agree with it 100 percent. you know billy my wife's had an airbag light on for last you know we've been married 47 years or 57 years or 140 years and her light's been on and she keeps complaining about it bill (laughs) (laughs) maybe it's an air headlight because she's married to you And it still passes emissions. You don't need the yes, it will. Bag. It will still pass emissions. Right. Yep. It doesn't have and to be Gil safe said, to pass emissions. Right. Gil said yours is a six 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 burned in your chest, Mark. <laughs> Listen, if you're not a little ornery, you're not really walking the boundaries of life. Life is just a big road with electric fences on both sides, and I like to bounce off the fences every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> And, and most everybody that knows me knows I'm kidding. I love my wife. We've been married for a hundred years or more, and uh, it is just something funny to, to to say after we've said you can't drive with your airbag light on, <laughs> and then to say, "Oh yeah, my wife said." And I own an auto repair shop, and my wife's got that light on. She, she yeah. gets quite the discount. <laughs> anyway, all right, Chris. Thank you very much. Oh, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Now, just to write this down, listen to this. I'm writing it down okay, next to Chris's okay, name. Air bag, <laughs> and then I'm going to put dot 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 light. So, I mean, airbag all by itself connotates all kinds of troubled (laughs) problems for Mark. And so right now, Gil is saying, the engineer at the station is saying, shut the hell up and go to break. (laughs) He's saying to me, 15 seconds. Oh, now it's 10 seconds away, and Mark won't get into any more trouble. So I'll just count it down for you. It's Bill and Mark, 602-508-0960. Hello. I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works, we want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. Hi, it's Jim Ryan, General Manager of 960 The Patriot. I have breaking news, incredible news. We are in the final days of our June campaign to help victims of sex trafficking, and I just learned of a donor who will match every gift up to $20,000. Patriot listeners, this is life-changing for so many victims of horrible crimes. 
I implore you to take advantage of this and please make a donation. Your $50 donation becomes $100. Your $500 donation becomes $1,000, which covers the food cost of 260 girls and young women instead of 130 Do I need to remind you the average lifespan of a trafficked victim is just seven years? The Phoenix Dream Center and Streetlight USA are changing that. They are healing and giving life to these broken young men and women. Now your donation is doubled thanks to this donor. Be a part of the solution and go to 960thepatriot.com and click on the Stop Traffic banner. That's 960thepatriot.com. Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird, too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T. F, face drooping, A, arm weakness, or S, speech difficulty, then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately, because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment, and that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs, face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. It's easy to take a day for granted. You and your family are connected by routine and you stick to it. But what if a disaster strikes without warning? What if life as you know it has completely turned on its head? What if your day's routine is disrupted and you can't reach your family? Have you planned for that? Before a disaster turns your family's world upside down, it's up to you to be ready. Get a kit. Make a plan. Be informed. Today. Learn how at www.ready.gov. Ready.gov. This message brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Ad Council. All about that demon, all the more. Welcome everybody, 34 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. Mark Salem and Bill here from 25th Street Auto, 25th Street Indian School, Central Phoenix, handles those people. But let me tell you about a couple of shops real quick. Strictly Diesel Service and Repair, Nate. Oh man, when you meet Nate, first of all, he's taller than the Corn King Giant. Number two, he has ten hands like tennis rackets. And number three, you'll look at him and know that if you were in a bar fight, you'd want him on your side. But he's the kindest man you've ever met in your life. And he knows Dodges and Chevys and Ford diesels. And that's why it's called Strictly Diesel. So he's been around since 1982. I've known Nate for more than 20 years. And he's really, really good at what he's he, he's he he's done. So he's at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. He's open Monday through Friday. Sells parts 24 hours a day on their website. And it's a good shop if you're a diesel guy. And by the way, I just misspoke. He, he's not been out and about since 1982, but I have known him for 20 years. I was looking at the wrong line. Nevertheless, and we also want to talk about automatic transmission exchange. Now, these are a couple old guys. 
Phil's been around since 1968. He knew Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble. That's how old Phil is. He started out when automatic transmissions were power glides and the other ones, which are like 150 years ago. But the fundamentals are the same. We're going to make the gears change with pressure, transmission fluid pressure, electronics, vacuum, throttle control, and we still do that today. We just do it in different ways. So if you're looking for a transmission shop, the only one I can recommend to you is Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington, and been around since 1968. And let's go to JR. JR, thank you for holding. How can I help you? Uh, good afternoon. Or good morning. I am yep. uh, checking on something. I got a, my sister's got an old 99 Dodge Chrysler minivan. And the hood release mechanism, I pull the cable, of course, and nothing releases up front. So it possibly failed on that end, the cable, and or it's, you know, misaligned or broken or something where I can't release that hood latch. Now, I, I look trying to figure out how in the heck you can get that release on this 99 to disconnect. But is there a way that you guys know how to get a bar or something through the front or do you have to go through the very bottom in between the air conditioning cooler or and radiator or what is the method to release that latch up there in the front no problem no problem yeah, bring it by billy's shop and he's going to cut he's going to use a, a coffee can as a, a template and he's going to cut a big hole right there on the hood <laughs> for you and then he'll reach in and fix your cable and and that's just 35 dollars minimum charge Oh, it would be so fun. I'll just donate the fee <laughs> okay. to cut a hole in his hood. I, yeah. I okay. The other way, I thought would take, take off the front wheels and have to pull off the uh, linings and the uh, wheel wells there and then go up that way through the back. Yep, the and cannon. then there's another piece of metal I can cut a hole in once Ex I get the tire off. Exactly. We can get there. This is no, <laughs> All right. All right. Let, I want to change the question. Uh, getting this hood open on a 1 to 10 scale difficulty scale, what is it? Ten, I think it's a ten or a no. Ten. Okay, ten. We know you think it's a ten. I'm asking Billy. He's got gray hair. He's got I'm grease on his as I look up. through the plastic grill, and I can't really remember a caravan very well. I'm thinking they try to make it to where you can't just stick in a screwdriver and steal your battery. I'm thinking they're trying to make it difficult, but I, oh. but it, every car has a way. I, I'm going to say that there is a way uh, with. Uh, the multitude of specialty tools that our technicians have in a box coming from this piece of, of brass that's got a curly cued, uh pig's tail on the end of I it that, that. that John has got, and you just go in there and grab a hold of that cable and pull on it and unlatch it. it. This isn't a big deal. This is a two or a three or a four at most. We might have to take the grill apart. We uh, there, There's... We might we might have to take one of the horizontal flaps off the grill so that we can get past that area. But this isn't a big deal. This just really isn't a big deal. But I can't tell you how to do it. But all you got to do is follow the cable. Every model's different. Yeah. So um, yeah, you follow the cable, and and when you get there, that latch is going. to... Oh, and then another thing: when you've got the cable on some long pair of needle nose pliers or something like that, when you got the cable, you want to have somebody pushing down gently on the hood because you're going to unload the latch. That Full way, stress. when you pull, yeah, thank you. It'll be easier. It you you're releasing the stress of the spring pushing on the hood. So by just gently pushing and just gently kind of balancing it, you'll go poop, and all of a sudden it'll open up, and you'll be a hero. Yeah, I've I've been 
trying it in both cases. Just like I said, I pulled that cable back in the car and, and nothing, there's no sound, no release, but the cable is still attached with tension. But that's why I think it must have disconnected up there on the, the latch side. Well, if and, that's the uh, case, you'd be able to pull the cable all the way through if it came through. There's Most likely, yes. Yeah. It, it, um, I don't know. I think what you need to do is pull it from the latch side and have somebody underneath there with a flashlight to look to see what's moving on the front side. Have you had somebody, okay. while pulling on the handle, uh, kind of tapping on the hood a little bit? Because if something's sticky, sometimes you just go tap, tap, and it goes blink, and it pops, pops up right an inch up. or two. I'll, I'll try that. I honestly haven't yeah. tried that. I didn't okay. think it was possible and, to get it that easy, but I will And you're probably not fast enough to pull the cable and run around to the front <laughs> by yourself. That's when you have your wife and you say, honey, I'm going to say pull and here and put your hand over hers and you pull her hand and show her how to pull so she doesn't break the lever because she doesn't want to put both feet against the dashboard and start <laughs> pulling on the lever. And you go uh, out there and kind of bounce the hood. And then when it opens, let me just give you some advice, Jr. You're, you sound like you're same age as Billy and I, but when it pops, you praise the hell out of her and tell her what a great assistant she, did a great she job. is. Yeah. <laughs> and don't and take the credit. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, one other quick question. Uh, I got a 2014 Frontier and uh, transmission oil. Is it better to just go get a actually Nissan product, or is there, after, you know, like Walmarts or somebody's or... Uh, uh, autos on anybody's transmission oil to put in that 2014. What's what's Bill, your recommendation? You want that first? Yeah, I'm I'm real picky about using the exact oil specification. Don't care whose name is on it, not necessarily Nissan, but are you going to find an uh, you know, for instance, a, an NV specification synthetic fluid at Walmart? You may find that you end up at Nissan buying it, because then you're certain that it's the correct application. Different transmissions require different fluids, and whatever specification it calls for, use that fluid. And and I'll, okay. let me dovetail nicely on that, because, well, let me dovetail on it. You can decide if I'm nice, <laughs> if it's or, nice not. or not. There's no such thing as a factory that pours oil in a, in a, in a Nissan can. That's mm-hmm. made from one of four companies that makes oil. Yep. Chevron, Mobil, Exxon, Phillips 66. Okay, So it's out there and it's available. And a lot of them have a generic blend. And they have stuff that you can use. Amber is a one that is used in about 85% of the cars. So you'll find a, a transmission fluid that, that's amber colored. And that color tells us that, that it's, a, it's a universal and it's something that you can use. But uh, if you want to use Nissan, that knock yourself out. But I, I think if you get on the Internet or if you go to the local auto parts store, you'll probably find he's going to look it up and find out the specific uh, name of the fluid. And then he'll say, that one right over there has the same product. So mm-hmm. that's that's okay. what I do. Excellent. Okay. Got to run. Thank you, there. Thank you, JR. 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. 
They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Buckle down, cool down, shut down, down to the wire. The word down is frequently used in the English language. Here's another example. Mortgage rates are tumbling down. If you're shopping for a new home, wondering about refinancing, or considering consolidating debt, now is the time to take advantage of plunging mortgage interest rates. Interest rates are the lowest they've been in years, if not the lowest they've ever been, with available rates under 3%. Call Steve Oswald at Finance of America Mortgage today, 602-266-5665. For over 20 years, Steve has been guiding clients through the complex mortgage process to help them make educated decisions. You could be saving hundreds per month. Hands down, now is the best time to call Steve Oswald with Finance of America Mortgage. 602-266-5665. That's 602-266-5665. Or go to steveoswald.mortgage. Equal housing lender, MLO 182922, NMLS 1071, AZBK 0910184. America, welcome home the brave. The brave men and women who serve their country are coming home. Home to their cities and towns. Home to their mountains and valleys. Home to their families and friends. Home to America. Some of these warriors are coming home with wounds you can see, and some with wounds you can't see, like post-traumatic stress disorder. Wounded Warrior Project was created to provide the support these wounded veterans need to ensure their return to America is well-adjusted and successful. But we need your help to ensure that our mission is a success. Help us honor and empower these wounded warriors. Contact us at findwwp.org. America, welcome home the brave. If you listen to this radio station for 24 hours straight, you'd hear about a quarter of a million words, and thousands of those words every day come from listeners like you. No one values your opinion more than we do. And when you support our advertisers, you turn words into actions. We know you're not always going to agree with us, but we wouldn't be here without you. So we thank you for listening and supporting our advertisers. 960 The Patriot, a Salem Media Group station. Welcome back, everybody. 45 minutes after the hour of 45 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Every Saturday, I'm here from 10 to noon talking about car and car repair questions and problems. Monday through Friday, if you want to get a hold of me, it's easy. Mark at MarkSalem.com. Mark at MarkSalem. Salem like the cigarette.com. And you're welcome. And if you'll give me a phone number... I probably am going to call you because I'm going to have questions, and it's more efficient if I just call you. It'll be a block number, and if you don't answer, I'm going to tell you. This is Mark Salem. I'm calling you about your car question. I'll call you back in 10 minutes or something like that. So we'll just work through that, but obviously I can't have my cell phone number out there on the Internet. Otherwise, my wife would divorce me and probably shoot me and tell me that uh, I have too many mistresses that are calling me, and I'm disguising the conversation as a car repair question. (laughs) And so that's how she does that, and that's the way it is. Let's go to Don. Don, good morning. How can we help you? (laughs) I'm trying to figure out how to change the nut behind the steering wheel. 
Um, well, in your case, um, you take the nut off, throw it out the window, and just hold on to the steering wheel tight. <laughs> uh, well, I do have a serious question. Okay. Is, uh, up north, is everything okay? You know, um, I'm, I'm proud to tell you that the communities up north that, that I am within vision of and and with and interact, I'll give you a good example. Obviously, Renee and I were actually on our way to Pine and Strawberry to evacuate some of her stuff there that's in storage facilities, and we got caught in the return back home. It took a, I could have walked from Pine to Payson faster than the traffic was going. Yeah, but I it believe was no, it. Nobody's fault. Um, but 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 I'll tell you, like yesterday. Um, I have a really good friend. I have lots of friends. Believe it or not, I have a lot of <laughs> friends. But in Payson, yeah, you know. um, there's there's a, a bunch of military guys from Army and Marines, and then there's a bunch of retired policemen, law enforcement guys. But one of the guys, uh, Daryl Floyd, he's uh, in the search and rescue group. I said, "What you? What, I didn't see you yesterday. You, you know, you didn't answer my call." He goes, "Well, I was in Pine doing 360s," and I go, "What are you doing? What does that mean?" He goes, well, the entire search and rescue group went to Pine and Strawberry and walked around every single house 360 degrees and shook all the windows and doors to make sure everything was okay and then nothing was running out of the doors like water or anything like that. And I said, that is the nicest wow. thing. That is just shows the small town community. Good. Yes. Yeah. And um, so that's what they did. He says, we we 360'd every single every building, building that was in Pine and Strawberry. Wow. wow. Now, I may have misrepresented something there, but I'm pretty sure that's, that's what general. he said. Yeah. And I talked to him this morning because I had to come and be with you today, so he was going to feed the horses. And I said, "Are you you're up kind of early?" And he goes, "I went to bed kind of early." <laughs> but, yeah. But but you know, Don, it's it's um it's it's really everybody's kind of together. We had people step up for the people with horses, and they opened up the uh, the uh, fairgrounds, so to speak, in Payson. And yeah. then then there's lots of people that opened their doors for people that were stranded that did couldn't get back home and had no place else to go. So. It really did bring the community together well, and I'm proud to be a part of that community. Absolutely. So, good folks. And so, um, have That's you quit good. drinking? And does your wife like you any better than she did yesterday? Oh uh, well, with with her dementia, it's who are you? <laughs> well, why are you here? And get your get your get your butt out and run more calls. I need we the money her. somehow. You know. We can hear her, Don. <laughs> That's my daughter. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. She's sticking up for her mother. Got, no, they got the whip. You know, it's like, you know, how that goes. Uh, all right. Well, you had a question somewhere along the line. I'm all ears. Well, I was just wondering if everything was cool up north. Oh. didn't lose anything. Really nice of you. I was, I was going to call the shop, and I started going down the road, and I'm going, I got to call the shop and see if Mark's okay. And then I just accidentally blew it off because something else came up, and, you know. You know the scenario. No, I I appreciate that. I did I did have some calls from people that loved me. Um, there's only a couple of them, and uh, and 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 we we're in an area that we haven't been affected by anything other than the smoke, and so we're okay. blessed in that respect. But by the same token, like everybody else around us, we have our real valuable stuff already locked in the cars and the trucks and we know when okay. when they say ready set go when they say go we're gone and yep. and uh, we'll let the lord handle the rest of it so really uh, okay. but anyway Long thank you very much safe. Thank all right you. we'll see you all righty it is kind of nice i really do like to spend time up there because it's a small community and people right. are really nice to one another 
And the, the worst thing that happens in a small community is the politics. <laughs> and, and and I stay out of that because I don't care. And most everybody else does too. But as in all small towns, you've got the mayor and the council and you've got the board of supervisors for the county and all that kind of stuff. But, but by and large, no, uh, not even by and large, all the people that I've met that have held decision-making political decisions, I've liked and I would trust to make that decision. I've not met a wacko yet. But that doesn't mean I won't. <laughs> that doesn't mean there's not one Keep there. The <laughs> or it could be that I'm the wacko. You know what I mean? One way or the other. So who might that be, Gil? Say hello to Steve. Steve, good morning. How can we help you today? Hey, good morning, uh, Mark. I kind of wanted to give a a shout-out to a Tempe shop. And let me let me go through the scenario first, then I'll mention it. No, no, we don't do that. We don't do that. Oh. Um, I, okay. I, I, it's, it, it's okay. Um, he, here's, here's, here's what I'm up against. Now you stay right there. Um, cause we're okay. going to talk about this. Um, w- there are times where this conversation turns out to be a two or three minute free commercial for a shop. Um, oh. and, and, and so, so, but let me just ask you a couple of questions. Okay. Um, yes, is sir. this a shop that you've done business with regularly or yes. was it a first time yes. visit? Okay. Nope. And, regular. Okay. And w- was it a shop that um, you had an ongoing problem that they were able to fix? Uh, never. Okay. So they've never fixed a shop or fixed an ongoing problem. They they've never. I've never had an ongoing problem that they couldn't fix. Okay. It's okay. Always, fair enough. It, it's always they've done a great job, and now with without. <clears throat> With how we've laid this out, I think everybody's going to think that I'm related to you, and I and I'm not. <laughs> or, okay. or uh, am I related to your son, Alan? But I I have a problem with diesel shops or non-diesel shops that try to work on diesels, and I just have to say, and I get I get upset with shops both dealers and mom and pops when I go in for something very simple, let's say lube oil and filter, and I get a grocery grocery punch list of you need to do these things or I don't think that poor Dooley's gonna get off the service drive. Okay. And it I know where this is going. <laughs> no, no, I don't think you do I don't think you do because um okay. I call for an appointment because I know, because of some other inspections, that I need rear brakes on my dually, my 2012 Ram 3500. And I know that I want pads and I want new rotors. Okay. The thing that I appreciate about this shop is the technician knows what he has to do, but in some other inspections of the vehicle, I have a bad serpentine belt and tensioner and when it comes back to me and after the truck was um looked at you know those were the only things that i needed was i have some hot spots on the rotors on the front and i'm one of your frequent callers because i have a about a 13 14 pound fifth wheel that i used to tow with the ford and now i'm with the six seven coming okay and i like i like the situation when i have a tech that says, Steve, this this is something that could affect you on the way home. We need to look at it now. This can wait till next oil change 
this can wait about three months, okay. not of something I have to do all at once. And that's why, and again, I'm not related to you, Renee or Alan, or you, any of your next door neighbors, but I come all the way from Joy Ranch Road on 26th Street in Cave Creek to Salem Boys Performance Diesel on Warner. <laughs> and the reason I do it really isn't for the upfront guys, but it's more for how Alan and probably you train the guys in the back. The back guys are treating this truck like it was theirs and going for the immediate repair and something that could bite me in the ass on the way home. Okay. So uh, I, I especially want to give a shout out to Sean, uh, who uh, um, had uh, taken such great care and uh, why, uh, why I come from, I, I can't find another shop for, uh, for me to quit coming to Tempe for my diesel. Okay. All right. Let me just, just do some, some explaining. He's obviously talking about my son, Alan. He's obviously talking about our shop, and that's very nice. <clears throat> it, 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 and here's kind of why. It, it, thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. And, and I'll tell you, um, I am the one that made the decision that we are going to allow our technicians to interface and communicate with our customers. We have to draw the line because we have sometimes we have guys that will walk out there and start picking the rocks out of the tires of their uh, of the rocks out of their tires and dominate that time. So we have we have a way to handle that. My guys do a really good job, and and I think it's in the best interest for the customer and the technician to talk, and then there to be some show and tell. And you described perfect examples of why I'm really proud of the guys. I was just kind of worried that we were going to go in a different direction, and 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 then all of a sudden I I kind of realized that um, it was probably going to have my last name attached to this <laughs> somewhere down the line. But thank you for that. I I honestly do appreciate that you do that. But I'm learning from a lot of other shops in town, and and everything that we do good, I've copied from somebody else. And so I really like the idea that I'm just kind of one of those people that not a lot of the stuff is original, but a lot of it is stolen. And and I I know that the that the the diesel guys just want to be able to walk through that stupid door that, that with permission they walk into the shop usually with the service rider and have a conversation with the technician. I know that's important and that's why we allow it. And to be perfectly honest with you, the women are ones that we really want to take back there and then my daughter Andy does that and so she'll take the lady back and then we'll be prepared to say here's a new fan belt here's your belt this is why we think you should do it and and this is the one and look they're both the same size and this is on your car still and on, on and on and on so I think there's lots of shops that do what we do, and you'll find them at MarkSalem.com, and there's a list of the best car repair shops in the Valley, according to Mark Salem, and you'll find those kinds of good things to all of them. It's just that I happen to be blessed with a microphone, and I get to talk about it, but uh, another thing is, is I don't say the name of my shop because this isn't about my shop. It's about you, the callers, and your problems. So thank you, Steve. Thank you very much, and I'm sure when I cut this out, Alan will know exactly who the heck you are. And thank you for spending your Saturday with me. I thank enjoyed you. helping out. Bill from 25th Street Auto, 25th and Indian School. If you live in Central Phoenix, he should be your guy.